Welcome to GLT's All Good Local Tips with Caroline Wilson and Corey Perkin. All thanks to Red Energy. They're powered by Snowy Hydro and 100% Australian electricity and gas. Call 131 806 for real Aussie energy. And welcome to our special GLT episode, Corrie. So absolutely crucial in this time of corona and this time of lockdown. Before I kick off, I did to Miss Jane, and I'm sorry to defer to her as the gardener because I know you're a wonderful gardener. I planted my garlic last week. Now, Miss Jane had said you should do it on the shortest day of the year. Mm, and I was going to sound you a little bit late with well, your garlic. Well, only a couple of weeks. But I, I YouTubed, I, I looked up planting garlic. And the best advice, apart from he also said, Jane, shortest day of the year, harvest on the longest day. So it might be a little bit late for Christmas. But you plant every little clove one hand length apart. Mm, and good you idea. put your thumb into the ground and you put it where your thumb lands. So, and then you'll start seeing green shoots apparently in a few weeks. And he said, this guy on this YouTube video said, you actually don't need to um, really do anything once you've planted it. I actually discovered um, when I first moved into our rental about six years ago, I'm going to make the garden amazing, planted all this garlic down the driveway, which is a sort of forgotten side of the house we don't really go to. Amongst all the cooch, I've discovered it's all just gone completely bonkers and re-sprouted and is growing great guns with complete neglect for at least three or four years. So I'm going to have a bumper harvest. Well, well, you can teach me how to plait it later on. And you can also, someone said they have the beautiful flowers, those beautiful purple round flowers, but you don't want them. By the time they come up, the garlic should have been picked. Is that right? I actually think you're right because you asked about the flowers last week. And I always leave some because to they go look to nice. flower, but also for the bees and sometimes at a time of year yep. when the bees and the insects in the garden need something. So I think leave a few because I also cook with the scapes, which is the stem before the flower oh, um, do you? comes out. Yeah, you can get them at high-end sort of restaurant supply shops or like, say, farmer's markets. Garlic scapes the flower stem when it's young and tender. And Absolutely. they've got the little bump at the top, which becomes a flower. Yes, becomes a flower, but you can cook with them. In fact, I just go out into the garden now because I've got stuff shooting from years ago. And I just trim off and use it as wet garlic. So they call it wet garlic. You can actually just use it before it's even ready. Even just a few of the leaves, trim it into a soup stock or something, gives you so much flavour. Well, I can't wait when it all when you all start um, <laughs> bringing your garlic into me because that'll be great. We've had a couple of GLTs. One I'm very interested in here um, from our potties. Thank you very much to all the people who uh, throw their ideas our way. Suzanne Lynch via Facebook, uh, she was picking up on um, your comments about rats the other day, Caro, and she said um, her tip is Bunnings, Bunnings, Bunnings. They have so much rat sack blocks and packets and so on. And she says that she uh, lives in Cape Shank. The mice and rats have taken over. One neighbour had their car towed away because the mice had been in there eating it. I can't believe that. That's amazing. Oh. And and one neighbour's ceiling fell in as the vermin had eaten through the wiring, the plaster, the timber. Oh, my goodness Can you gracious. worry about weevils? What a nightmare. <laughs> what a nightmare. Thank you very much for that tip. And the other one, of course, Libby Hutchinson from Facebook agreeing with a tip we had a few weeks ago, listening to India Hicks' podcast. Um, and she loved the relationship between India Hicks's mother Pamela, of course, who was the daughter of Lord Mountbatten and uh, Lady Mountbatten. And it's the conversation between India and her mother about the old days. And um, 
Yeah, I agree with you, Libby. I think it's a wonderful podcast. And another great podcast recommendation from Catherine Edwards via our Facebook page. It's called Postcards from Midlife, which gets me at the title as a middle-aged woman. Uh, but in Oh, ep- you're not, Jane. Oh, you don't say that at 32. Oh, my goodness. I'm never going to live to 95, so I'm there. Um, Postcards from Midlife and the episode she loved was with Marion Keyes. Really enjoyed it. Great podcast interview. Oh, so- you'd love that, Carol. Oh, you love Marion No, I've, I've been recommended that too. And my, mm. my friend Georgie Warren, who is finishes while she's building her fences at the moment in country Victoria, listens to our podcast, which she loves. Thank you, Georgie. But And she sent me some of her masks that she uses for sprayings. Farmers have lots of masks. But um, she just loves Dolly Alderton's The yeah. High Low, which yeah. I've actually never listened to. Oh, you to. have to. I mean, get with the program, Carol. It's only been on for about four years. <laughs> I but know. I think, I think I know. we surpassed them in the number of um, episodes that we've done. Or was it Jane and Fee? One of those... Uh, long-time English podcast groups of women talking about nothing like you and I do. Uh, we just surpassed them the other day with 135 episodes, so there you go. Uh, another podcast too, and this is one particularly blokes will love, but I love it because it gives me an insight into men. This is Ellis James and John Robbins. They have a podcast. They both have a show on BBC Radio 5, and they've turned it into a podcast, and it's two blokes in their 30s talking about life. Uh, I love a man's take on things. It's often so different to a woman and they do go into manly areas like the importance of the man shed and they talk about cars at Norsing, but they also talk about childcare, looking after toddlers during lockdown um, and cooking at home and wives that give them a hard time. I love this podcast. Ellis, E-L-I-S, Ellis James and John Robbins. I've got to get onto podcast. I mean, I, I listen to the ours and occasionally the sounding board because Miss Jane produces it, but <laughs> that's about it, really. I really need, and 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 occasionally, you know, Alec Baldwin, who I just love. Well, we love Alec. Baldwin. Is he still going? Yeah, he this? is, and he just recorded this week with somebody. He just, I'll tell you in a minute who it is because I can't wait to listen. Keep talking amongst yourselves. Now, Corey, we were chatting uh, a little while ago about decluttering because, Cara, you were mentioning in our main episode that you know get everything done while we're in lockdown in Melbourne. Yeah. And it could happen to other parts of the country. Get stuff done. I took on board your advice and just went down a rabbit hole of decluttering on my week off because I couldn't go anywhere. We got locked in. Passengers in your wardrobe thrown out? Uh, not so much the wardrobe. I was saying to Corrie, you know, I lost my mum seven and a half years ago and I've still got trunks full of crystal and china and things that I promised my sisters I would sell. But Corrie was saying how, how difficult it is decluttering and finding memories from loved ones, especially that you've lost. My mum's notes drop out of every recipe book out of, you know, oh, in a, a vase. Them. I do. I keep them all. But everyone's like, just just clear it out. Get yeah. rid of it. That, Janie, that would, be my, that would be my GLT to people having been through that myself, but also listening to customers who come in. And it's often in relation to, we have all these books. We've just cleaned out mum or dad's place or whatever. And you go, you go into a long conversation. And my tip would be is if you are going through someone dear to you, if you're going through their possessions, when they have died, be prepared for a real emotional journey. Don't just think it's something you can knock off in a couple of hours and then go and get your takeaway coffee and go home and life's going to be great. It is actually quite um, disturbing in some ways emotionally. It can actually be a really happy occasion as well, but there is no doubt you will be in a turmoil afterwards. So that would be my tip. So my GLT is to be very gentle with someone that you know who is trying to do this because it's difficult. Can Can I ask for a GLT for from you, Corrie, with my soon-to-be 
constructed bookshelves. Now, I'm not going to colour code this time. I'm just going to do <laughs> the room will look smaller, Caro. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I don't know what I'm going to do, but do the bigger coffee table books, do you just build the shelves the same height for the bottom level and lie them down, or do you just build higher bookshelves at the bottom, or are they better at the top? No, you, you build uh, the, the row at the bottom should be taller, a few centimetres taller, so just measure your biggest uh, – sized gardening book or beautiful homewares book or whatever and have a couple of inches above that and then all of the others should be the size of a hardcover. So your um, trade... Not a paperback. Well, your trade paperbacks, which are your first edition paperbacks, are taller than smaller ones, regular paperbacks. So you've got to go for that level. But people often get in a bit of a twist, particularly if they're pedantic about the design of their bookshelves. I can't possibly have one shelf that's bigger than the others. Once you have the books in, you will never notice the difference. It's the illusion of the books. Your your book is your eye. Your eyes are drawn to the colours of the book, the books rather than the, the height of the shelves. So don't freak out that suddenly you've got this row down the bottom that's a bigger depth than the other ones. So what about the smaller? Because so many of our paperbacks are just regular size. You don't do a smaller shelf at the top. No, for no, because the... that, that would look a bit silly. Okay. Um, I but just I do, have a bigger I do, gap. I do urge you to colour coordinate, Carol. Can I just say that Alec Baldwin is back, uh, and this is the one that I will be listening to because I have a huge crush on him. Well, I have a huge crush on Alec Baldwin as well. Stanley Tucci is oh, back brilliant. doing. A po- he's done a couple of podcasts with Alec um, before. He's the thing, but he's back again because Stanley, as we know, during lockdown in New York in America, has become again, uh, I suppose, a Corona hero because he's cooking every night. He's a great cook and, and making great cocktails yeah, too, as well, we saw on right. Graham Norton. That's right. And we, we've just bought his um, recipe book of about four years ago back into the shop because a whole lot of pe- new people have discovered Stanley Tucci. But yeah, his cocktail hour and his cooking. And Alec Baldwin is going to be talking to him about families, working from home, and um, how he's preparing for his latest character in a movie, which is him playing, Stanley playing an 80-year-old woman. Interesting. Jane, you're <laughs> scouring through your notes there. You've got more to tell oh, us. Oh, look, we've got a great um, Facebook message from Caroline Pizzi, who said it was wonderful to hear you talking about um, visiting regional areas, showcasing beautiful regions and encouraging mm. people well, to that pack sh- their that bags. That sailed. <laughs> so she did mention, though, in quite a detailed message, but, you know, just saying that if you are going out to support regional areas, If you're coming, plan your trip, she says, thoroughly. Avoid contact with locals as much as possible. All sorts of great tips on ringing ahead, maybe ordering from local producers, but just being really, really sensitive to the fact that, you know, you're trying to help, great. But for a lot of those communities, you know, it it is troubling to have people coming in and out from uh, out of town. Stay at home, Melbournians. Stay at home. Melbourne, you've got no choice. But, you know, perhaps if you're in a regional area and you want to go to another regional area, just be be really mindful. Um, And my other tip was mending. Caro, I think it might be the lack of wine for me last night as well. I've done mending. Do you know what? How long has it been since anyone mended anything? And I sat down last night because I had a hole in a pair of leggings I wanted to wear. Can't be bothered going, running the risk. It doesn't seem essential to go and buy leggings at the moment in a store. I oh, look, I'm, I'm sitting here today with a hole in my Lululemons. And, I'm, I've, and I was going to... I, I sew all the time. What's with you? Because I have mum's sewing box. No, I've done a bit of sewing. I've, yeah. the beautiful, Mending, I should say. I don't sew, I mend. Yeah. No, I've, I've done a bit, but I need to pick up I need to pick up there. And crocheting as well. It's like something oh, to do with Jane. your hands while you're sitting in front of the telly and so not drinking impressed. a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you to
to everyone for all of your wonderful GLTs. Keep them coming through. You can email us feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. You can see us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you hit the sign up button on Facebook, we send you out a weekly email with all the show notes, which I'm now going to include all the recipes in because everyone just wants the recipes. So hit the sign up button on Facebook and each week you'll get an update on our episodes. Don't shoot the messenger, Jane. See you next week, Corrie. Bye, girls. Thanks for listening to Caro and Corrie's GLTs. If you've got a good local tip, we'd love to hear from you. You can email feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au or join us on Facebook and Twitter. It's all for Red Energy, powered by Snowy Hydro. Red Energy are a leader in renewable energy. They're 100% Australian electricity and gas. You can give them a call on 131 806 for real Aussie energy. Thanks for listening. insightful podcast red energy's podcast lifestyle series is for you for home design and decoration don't miss home style with shana blaze getting the balance of large open spaces is about creating zones within one space and if you're busy in the garden catch the sport of gardening with dale vine compost is on trend at the moment powered by snowy hydro and leader in renewable energy switch to aussie owned red energy today red energy's podcast lifestyle available from your podcast provider and on the sen app